the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. When Rick and Dan are on the radio, it's just another Maniac Monday on Faith Talk Atlanta. Come on, boys. Make some noise. And you know what makes it even more maniac is when Tiana is on with Dan Radcliffe. <laughs> Tiana Bozino is, right. is here. Yes. Good morning. You're barely here today, right? I am barely here. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a manic Monday. It's just a, it's just a Monday for it's you. It's a rough Monday. It's a rough Monday. Yes. That's a good way to put it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, welcome to Faith Talk Live, the Monday edition. Again, uh, Rick Probst is out. Uh, if you would just uh, pray for his family, his mother passed away yesterday. Uh, just finally gave up that fight against uh, the cancer that she was battling, and uh, so she's in a much, much better place. Mm-hmm. But if you would just uh, pray for his family, uh, Rick and his family would appreciate that. Uh, on the show today, Dr. David Delk, who's uh, always a friend of our show here. He's bringing in uh, some fantastic people. Today he's bringing in Becca Stroop, who's an area director with FCA. Got a really cool story about something that happened over the summer uh, with the Wheeler women's basketball team mm. that she was involved in. So can't wait to hear about that. Birthdays today. All right, let's see if you know these people, okay. Tiana. It's always, right. always a test for Tiana. I know. Because <laughs> you're, you're a young buck. Uh, Hallie Berry. Yes, of you, course. You know Hallie. I do. She's 51 today. Do you know the name Susan Olson? No, I don't. Okay, I probably wouldn't have either, but she played Cindy Brady. Oh, on the okay. Brady Bunch. Then yes, I so, do yeah, know who so that you know is. Her, yeah. Okay. She's, Cindy Brady's now fifty-six. Okay, whoa. So, yeah, okay. not so young anymore. Uh Steve Martin. Yes. He's seventy-two today, which uh, I thought wow. Wow. I, can't I did not know home. that. Okay. I didn't either. And then finally Tim Tebow. Yes. Who is still single, by the way. Is he? Hi, Tim. Give me a call. Same. <laughs> He's 30 years old today and uh, and playing some minor league baseball and doing yeah. a good job. Uh, so, yeah, there's a possibility okay, for you Okay, well. All right. Well, let's talk about the weekend because you came in kind of um, limping and in pain. <laughs> Tell us what happened this weekend. Well, I went to Asheville, North Carolina for the first time, which, by the way, it's an amazing city. Very Beautiful. cool. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I tried out CrossFit for the very first time. So you go out of town to have fun and you do CrossFit. That yes. doesn't sound like a fun time well, to me. Well, my roommate does CrossFit. Yeah. She's really into working out, super healthy, and all of her friends as well. And so they were like, we're going to do a workout Saturday morning. Do you want to come? Right. And so I was like, sure, why not? I've never tried it. <laughs> Let me tell you, my legs are very sore today. It is hard to walk. I can't do oh, the stairs. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I just goodness. can't do it. So tell tell everybody what you told me about how you went down the stairs at your apartment today. Okay. So normally I would just walk straight down the the stairs but I had to stop myself and kind of walk sideways like and I'm holding on to the railing because I was afraid my knees were just going to give out and I would just oh tumble goodness. down oh I know goodness. and it hurts to laugh my abs hurt okay. but I feel great other than that <laughs> give it a try everyone <laughs> it's great you'll love it you'll love it oh my goodness well uh, I'm glad you made it and Thank I'm glad you. you're able at least to move a little bit today I know it's hard we'll try to make you laugh as much as we can <laughs> no. so you can keep getting that ab workout going there all right. Well, something that'll make you feel better. I, I saw at least today that the Bachelor in Paradise starts tonight. Woo! It does. I knew you'd be excited. About I am that. really pumped up. However, I will have to wait until tomorrow to watch because I don't have cable. 
Um, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have I Netflix, but no cable. So yeah. tomorrow morning I'm going to have to catch up. So I will not be on social media tonight at all. I don't want any spoilers. <laughs> are there spoilers on the there very are, first? There are. Yes, of course. Okay. There's this guy. His name is Reality Steve. Reality Steve. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. What a name. I know. And he knows everything that happens on every season of The Bachelor, Bachelorette, and Bachelor in Paradise before it even airs. Wow. So if you want all the secrets, Reality Steve has it. If you don't, do not follow him okay. on social. We'll be sure to remember that. Yes, Re- there Reality you go. Reality Steve. Insider tip, everyone. <laughs> okay. Well, a big day today in the Radcliffe household. Today is my 24th anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Thank you. 24 years of Kathy putting up with my shenanigans. So, uh... <laughs> Kathy, you are a saint, and I love you, and happy anniversary. Wow, 24 years. That's that is longer insane. than you've been known, not longer than no, you've been No, I'm alive. 25. You're 25, that's mm-hmm. right. So just barely about the same time. Yeah, it seems seems like a long time, but uh, it's it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. So uh, uh, other things, uh, that was your big weekend was uh, doing CrossFit and, and then hiking right afterwards. I which did probably go made it hiking. Even worse. It did. But at the top of the hike, there was a pasture filled with cows. Which was okay. really cool. So we got really close to them. Awesome. Yeah. Did you ride one? Or? I did not okay. get that close. Um, well, but you're a Disney princess, so you I should know. be able to talk to, to the cows. To talk to and, the yeah, animals. Exactly. And, yeah, that's actually true. Okay. Uh, well, I had a really exciting weekend. I got a new vacuum cleaner over the weekend. Oh, look at <laughs> it you. It so exciting. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I had fun getting it, and I immediately took it home and vacuumed, so it was You great. did, and yeah. how did you feel? Uh, I, f- I felt it was very clean. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess you could say it sucked. So yeah. that's, a, that's a good thing. <laughs> Badoomch. Hey, thank you very much. I'll be here all week. Did that hurt to laugh? It, I'm trying not, not really. I'm not okay. laughing that hard. I'm trying not to. <laughs> that's good. Uh, and Bethany, my oldest, had yes. her wedding shower yesterday. Oh, she did? Got How lots was of that? Uh, it was, I, I wasn't there. I don't oh, know. Oh, you didn't I, go? I guess they okay. use lots of soap, you know, because they get in the right, shower. Right, because it's a shower. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, she got lots sense. of gifts. They got an ice cream maker. I don't even have an ice that cream maker. That is insane. My dad has one in mm-hmm. Delaware. He loves it. Yeah. I need an ice cream maker, so I think I may use hers until they get married. There you go. <laughs> um, and then uh, I was part of an ordination for our good friend Bradley Hamilton, who's yes. been on the show mm-hmm. yesterday. So that was really cool to see him be ordained. So now he can marry and bury people. So Wow. Yeah. Look at Brad- Bradley is so cool. <laughs> he is one of the coolest people ever. Yeah, he is. Definitely. Uh, and uh, we, we need to get him back on and, and do another one of these youth spotlights that we started last week. Yes. If you haven't seen that yet, last Monday we mm-hmm. had him on the show and we started this feature called Youth Spotlight, where he talks to just local youth, uh, like this most recent one uh, is a bunch of middle schoolers who have started a church in their backyard mm-hmm. for people that are uh, for kids that are their age, and it's really cool. So he's talking to uh, local teens and youth about what they're doing with their faith. Um, let's see, one more thing here before we get to uh, Dr. David Delk and Rebecca Stroop. Uh, I, th- I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, do you like fruitcake? Uh, I've have never you ever had, had no, I've okay. never had fruitcake. I would say most people probably n- really never have had fruitcake. Yeah, I feel like it's kind of a joke a little bit. Like everyone's like, here's a fruitcake because it's super rock hard. Exactly. Is it's that, like a okay. white elephant gift. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Well, apparently um, in New Zealand, they've just discovered a rusty tin container that would date back to 1910. So over 100 years. Wow. Uh, and inside it, they found a fruitcake wrapped in paper and apparently, it says the paper and cake are said to be untouched and in really good shape. In fact, the cake looks looks and smells edible, is what they say. So is someone going to test it out and eat a piece? <laughs> I don't know that I would want to be the person I that did that. I wouldn't want to be the person. <laughs> There's some strong-stomached people that probably would, but uh, apparently, yeah, and as this person says... Fruitcake is the ideal high-energy food for Antarctic conditions. Really? And is still a favorite item on modern trips to the ice, so... 
Interesting. Who knows? Okay. Fruitcake lasts forever, so be sure and give one for Christmas this yeah, year. Yeah, I'll do my best. Get Steve a present this time. Okay, I always get him a Christmas Okay, gift. that's good. Yes. And make it a fruitcake, because it'll last forever. There we go. All right. So, there's your handy tip for the day from <laughs> Faith Talk Live. All right, we're going to come back in just a minute and talk with Dr. David Delk. Uh, and, you know, uh, I saw on Facebook the other day, you know, he... Uh, he he has the um, he, with saving Susan. Mm-hmm. They have uh, the kids in Cambodia that they right. kind of parent over Skype, and uh, found out that he likes some really good old classic rock music. Really? So we'll find okay. out about that. Very cool. We'll talk to Rebecca Stroop and find out what's going on, and uh, and just have a good time on this Monday. We'll try not to let uh, Tiana move too much so she <laughs> doesn't hurt so herself. Much. Okay, <laughs> it's Faith Talk Live, the Monday edition. We'll be right back from our seventh floor studio in Buckhead. This is Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Van Ratcliffe. It's Faith Talk Live, the Monday edition with Dan Ratcliffe and... Tiana Bogino. The lovely and talented and in pain Tiana Bogino. <laughs> Don't make me laugh, Dan. <laughs> I will try to as much as I can, and so is David. David's going to keep you busy over there, aren't you, David? That's right. I'm going to be sweet to her, though. Oh, man. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Meanness is only for Rick. Okay. Well, well that's good. <laughs> and Rick's not here today. Again, if you missed us uh, mention it earlier, his mom passed away yesterday. So if you just keep his family in your prayers, we would appreciate that. Uh, on the show today, we've got Dr. David Delk. He's in on a Monday. On a Monday. On a Monday. Looking tan. You uh-huh. always look so tan. That's because I was out cutting grass, man. Oh, was that it? It was hot. <laughs> it was hot. I did that Saturday, too. Yeah. Ooh, I was Lord, thinking was about hot. going shirtless, and I looked in the mirror. I said, nah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Not just today. put some uh, wife beater shirt on and <laughs> work on a partial tan. <laughs> Thought about going uh, shirtless. There's a lot of guys around um, around my neighborhood when you drive that they'll do it shirtless, and I'm thinking, just don't. No, yeah. please. No. Yeah, when you get into your 30s, you need to put a shirt on. Yeah, yeah you look like a bath rug out there uh, you know. a bath rug well because the shaggy so bath rug? yeah, yeah. So oh yeah that's bad put a shirt on all right yeah. well let's, let's, all not right, make let's move on sick. to something else yeah. faith talk <laughs> yeah, we'll start with faith talk uh we also got rebecca stroop or becca yes. and you said you i can call you either one that's right what do you usually call her david i call her becca becca okay yeah. well then i'll just call you becca then okay. and okay. if i call you rebecca I pr- I'm, I'm sorry that's all good Is that's probably what you get called only when you're in trouble right it was like both, probably terms of endearment and in trouble. It was a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Confusing. Did you ever get in trouble? Is the thing. Absolutely, probably. of course. Did you? Okay. Yeah, you gotta gotta train them when they're young. Yeah, very true. Don't All let right. that sweet sweet face fool you. Now. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> really? Okay. Well, we'll find out about that sweet face and everything that uh, that you guys are doing with the FCA in just a second. Uh, tomorrow on the show, Gabe Palmer from Send Fifty Six, and later in the week, our good buddy Susan Norris. Who's always uh, fun having on the mm. show? Where's Susan's <laughs> bell at? Uh, here's well, here's uh, here. You, there you go. You can ring my bell today. Ring your uh, bell, All right, Susan. This is for you. There you go. The bell hasn't been rung for the past really week because Rick's been gone. So wow, mm-hmm. it's been quiet in here. Yeah. Well, let's change that. Some some people have been happy about <laughs> it. But you can ring it all you want all today. Right. Uh, also, Celebrate Freedom is coming up on uh, Saturday, September second, Jim R. Miller Park in Marietta. It's a free concert. Uh, who else is going to be there, Tiana? David Crowder, Mercy Me, Zach Williams, Holland. There's a few others I can never remember. Danny Gokey. Danny Gokey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. And, uh, and a whole lot more. David Delk's going to be there singing. It'll be a lot of fun mm-hmm. uh, with his shirt on. So that's always there good. There you right? go. Yeah. Thanks for yeah, clarifying. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All those you show up, don't don't count on that. <laughs> yeah. And what you're going to be singing, you know, the uh, the intro song that I used for you was Sharp Dressed Man. ZZ no, Top. And I missed that. Yeah. When I, my daughter was in here the last time. That's right. Yeah. I saw that uh, just recently you were talking with your kids in Cambodia. 
that you have through Saving Susan, and they found out that you love Sharp Dressed Man, I think. That's right. I tell, pulled tell it us up. about that. I pulled it up on my phone. Well, you know, Tracy and uh, Jay Arnson, right. uh, their ministry, uh, we're a part of that. And we have uh, three girls, Mercy, My My, and Trey Leak. Okay. Yep. And then Sona. And so every couple of weeks we do a uh, phone call with them. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, I remembered the song that Christy brought up. I said, I need to play this, yeah. you know, American music for my Cambodian children. Yeah. And uh, sure enough, they loved it. They thought it was funny. <laughs> Did they? They, they thought Papa it was funny. Papa Delk, you're so funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, her abs are hurting. No I know. This <laughs> ab building time. Yeah. <laughs> so were they laughing at you? Oh, or I was wondering. Yeah, <laughs> I think they laugh at Papa Del. Okay. I think they laugh at him. All right. Yeah, so, so had like they ever heard fun. that song before? No. Okay. No, they thought it was a worship song that <laughs> Papa Del was listening to. <laughs> a worship song. A worship song. Man. Okay. Yeah. Very And I said, my prayer request is to sing ZZ Top Sharp Dress Man. And they were serious. They go, oh, yeah. Boy, boy, boy. Oh, Papa Del, we pray for a ZZ Top and a Sharp Dress Man. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. So how, how cool is it? And we're going to get to Becca, I promise. But how cool is it to be able to build a relationship over Skype, not even being there, but with these four girls? Uh, is it hard? Three girls and one, one oh, guy. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. sorry, Sona. You're yeah. not a girl. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. You're a sharp-dressed man, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, but is, is it hard? And how fun is it? Well, it was hard in the beginning because, uh, you know, your first encounter with these people are, you know, Skype. Right. Uh, but then I went over there with Jay and Tracy and then uh, met them and spent some time with them. Right. And so every time that I talk to them now, it's like we know each other. Uh, we've been with each other. We've spent some time together. And it's a lot more uh, easier to talk to them now and build a relationship with them. Is it something that they look forward to that they just love? Whenever I you think so. Come? I mean, uh, they're, they're sweet kids. Uh, the orphanage is loaded with these children mm-hmm. that, that so you want to adopt all of them. So right. you know, we adopted the basketball team, too. Oh, wow. The girls' basketball team. And so we uh, support them financially and send some FCA gear over there. Very and cool. last mm-hmm. time that Jay and Tracy went was just you know last week, uh, a couple of weeks ago. They uh, painted this little FCA insignia mm-hmm. uh, on a wall at the orphanage. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, very cool. So they were an official FCA chapter uh, in Cambodia. So they've got a baseball team there and a girls basketball team. What what else do they got going on there? Well, I, I know that they want to take baseball to a whole nother level. Right. I mean, baseball is still a recreational sport over there, and that there is a pro team, but there's only one pro team. <laughs> so who do they play against? So they're they're undefeated. Yeah. <laughs> they're like the Harlem and they're really Trotters. good. Yeah, <laughs> they've never lost a game. But wow. you know what they want to do is, uh, you know, raise up. A, a culture of baseball players yeah. and so i think fca we just jay and tracy just sent uh, an fca sent six pallets of baseball equipment over there. oh wow, wow. yeah wow. so uh there's a lot of activity going on over there with baseball and uh, i know that they want to create an environment uh, for young people mm. to, to excel in baseball very cool yeah. so they got coaches on the ground there that uh not only coach but but give them the love of Christ. Oh, absolutely. And I don't know if you guys saw uh, the uh, thing that ESPN did this past weekend uh, for the Little League World Series. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, they, the Little League World Series, I think, here in the United States competed uh, or had South Korea as a finalist. And 
a team, and I think it was in Maine, mm-hmm. uh, was the final. And they talked about the culture of baseball in South Korea. And these boys are just, you know, spending hours and hours of practice, and mm-hmm. they've got these pro teams, and, you know, the fan base is, you know, crazy about baseball. Right. That's what Cambodia wants to have. Huh. And so I think FCA is uh, going to be a vehicle that God uses to raise uh, some baseball players wow. up over there. There's a lot of for the kingdom. Yeah, a lot of mm. potential there. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, enough about you. Let's talk about Becca now. <laughs> yeah, please you know, do. We, 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 I'm <laughs> here all the time. People are bored. <laughs> and I didn't bring a candle for you today, so I'm sorry. But uh, thank you, know. you for not doing that. <laughs> but I see uh, you got a Starbucks. Get a, yeah, uh, Starbucks. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Just do some squats while you're over no, there. Oh, no more time. squats. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk to Becca. Becca, let's find out about you. Tell us about Becca Stroop. Did you go, grow up around here? And how'd you get involved in FCA and all that good stuff? Yeah, um, so I'm actually from Maryland. I'm one of those weird people that Maryland. are not from Georgia and stick around uh-huh. Georgia for forever. Okay. Um, grew up there. I have two older brothers, awesome parents, been married for a very long time, Christian family, very mm-hmm. grateful for that. You've been married for a very long time or they've been married for my a very long time? Okay. Very, very I was going to say, you couldn't have been married for all that long. No, yeah. it's <laughs> been four years for me okay. and my husband, yes. Yeah. Um, so I went to college at Bryan College in mm-hmm. Tennessee mm-hmm. and I played volleyball there all the way through college, loved it, absolutely loved sports in general. And my husband played baseball, so we met there and then have been in Atlanta now going on three years, actually. This will be the third year. And FCA was a total God thing. I mean, we were living in Noonan, Peachtree City area, Mm -hmm. and looking to go back to Maryland, actually, looking at jobs, looking to be closer to my parents. And God was like, and went to another way. (laughs) And someone said, hey, FCA is opening up. There's a position in East Cobb. They need a female. I feel like you'd be perfect. And I was like, okay. At that point, we were just open for whatever God wanted. Hmm. And so here we are. Yeah, it's been a it's been a blast. So what brought you down to Atlanta originally? Originally, um, my so my husband is older than me, and mm-hmm. so when he graduated college, he lived in Noonan, okay. Peachtree City. So that's kind of Georgia from Tennessee to Georgia. We lived there, right? And then he had built a community, been in a church involved there, and then FCA though is what pulled us closer to Atlanta and Marietta area. So uh, when you were growing up and and playing volleyball and doing everything you did in, in high school, were you involved in FCA then? Actually, so I knew of FCA through my club volleyball team. Mm-hmm. I was actually homeschooled through a okay. private school. And so we did not have FCA like within that school, but I was on the club volleyball team. But I really had no idea that it was like, oh, you can work. And this is like a ministry and it's like all over the world and there's mm-hmm. all these different sports. So that was new to me. But I had I was familiar with the material and the Bibles and everything that FCA has to offer, which is a great experience in high school. Wow. So so how did you get hooked up with FCA then uh, in, in a working capacity? So I was when we lived in Peachtree City, I was a nanny and the lady I was nanny for at the time actually met David Delk, which is a super because everybody knows world. David yeah. Delk. <laughs> exactly. Everybody knows David <laughs> Delk. Look at that face. <laughs> exactly. So he had come and spoke at their church and she became friends with him on Facebook and then was just like, saw i guess you promoted that east cobb needed a female staff yeah i was at a church speaking on the other side of town i think it was for uh, diane parish in the church she was uh, pastoring at the point Mm -hmm. it mentioned something about fca and east cobb and here we are yeah so she just kind of gave me that plug and then mike leaser is my supervisor i met with him and talked over the phone we had breakfast for like two hours the chillest interview that i've ever had in my life (laughs) it was great (laughs) and we ate a lot of food which was awesome that's always a good thing (laughs) yeah definitely Mm -hmm. so what was it that drew you to fca i mean i guess you knew a little bit about it before that but what was it that really drew you to say yeah i need to i need to work here right that's a great question um 
So I've always had a heart for ministry and particularly working with teens. I knew that that was a passion. God kind of started cultivating in high school when I mentored some girls that were younger than me and then into college. I've been mentored. I knew how important that was. And so I knew I had a heart for it, but I had no idea what that would look like. And so I was just kind of open and eager for whatever God wanted to lead. And then the sports background was just perfect. I saw how um, sports, you can learn so much about the Lord and about responsibility, about life as a whole, but then tying those two things together and using sports as a tool to share the gospel was just great. And so when when I met with Mike and we just kind of started chatting, the Lord just made it super clear this is where he wanted me to go. And um, I just have now had the opportunity to speak to so many different teams and so many different girls. That's just like never in a million years what I thought that I would be able to do that. Now, before you got into FCA, what were your plans for your life before God said, no, this is my plan for your life? Yeah. Isn't that funny how that works out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It usually does. That's right. Um, so my degree was in counseling and like a minor in um, degree psychology, minor in counseling. Mm-hmm. So I knew I wanted to do something along those lines, but I didn't know if that meant more school, like getting my master's, or if that meant serving in a nonprofit somehow. So in our track to Maryland, my plan was get a big girl job, go like get <laughs> a, a career. <laughs> That's what I was calling it. And, yeah. um, you know, the enticing part of like, I have a degree, I'm going to really use it. And yeah. mm-hmm. um, so, which there's nothing wrong in any of those things themselves. I think God kind of had to show me, okay, those are fine goals and those are good aspirations, but this is really where I'm calling you. And right. so that call was the fact that so many doors that were open partially closed and then fca was just like wide open um so it's still the same thing though it's still an answer to prayer it's still ministry it's still pouring into teen girls it was just through a different tool very cool all right we've got a little less than a minute here before break so uh we'll uh we'll stop there but when we come back i want to talk about what uh, your husband douglas or doug does he go by doug or douglas dougie dougie (laughs) (laughs) we'll talk about how uh, how doug thought about uh, that when you said hey i'm this i think we're gonna do this uh, and uh, talk about an equestrian camp that you were involved in. Talk about a girls basketball team that you had a really cool story about. All of that good stuff coming up uh, when we come back on Faith Talk Live, the Monday edition. Stay with us. Just when you thought it was safe to turn on the radio. Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. Well, technically it's Tiana Bugino and Dan Radcliffe That's right. mm-hmm. on Faith Talk Atlanta. Uh, because Rick is out again, like I mentioned, uh, his his mother passed away uh, yesterday. He's been uh, you know with her for the past week, so it's been good that he got to spend some time with her and uh, and hang out with her in the in the last few days of her life. But he says she's in a much much better place now, out of pain because she was in a lot of pain. So. Anyway, just pray for his family, and he'll be back, I believe, on Thursday. He said he's going to come back. So we will see him then. I'm sorry, Dr. David Delk, you didn't get to give him a hard time today. Is there anything you oh, want to say tell about him we love him. Hey, yeah, Rick, we love you, buddy. Praying for you, praying for the family. When you get back in the studio, then we'll start cutting up again. Okay. Hard time is coming. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, until then, you'll just have to pick on Tiana. Well, and make her laugh and no, no, <laughs> no, thank you. Do some lunges. You want to do some lunges? <laughs> That'll be today. fun. Okay. All right. Yeah. Tiana hurt herself doing CrossFit over the weekend. Well, yes. Not really hurt yourself. I You're didn't just hurt pain. myself. Really? I just worked out for the first time in like 100 years. Yeah. So that's why. <laughs> 100 years. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. Sorry, Tebow. Yeah. She's uh, <laughs> 100 years old. <laughs> yeah. We're going to work on that date with Tim Tebow for you. Yeah, yeah. please do. Mm-hmm. Tim, if you're listening, call in. Tiana. It's Faith Tiana. Talk Live. That's right. Yeah. The yeah. crush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Delk. If anybody could do it, Dr. Delk would get you hooked up. All right. Up, so. Okay. Yeah. yeah, his brother used to work for us. Really? Really? Oh, yeah. I did not mm-hmm. know that. Is his brother single? 
<laughs> I don't know. Is there any Tebow single? Hello. <laughs> You're not picky, are you? Well, yeah. no, she just I wants am. a cool Christian guy, <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly, a cool one. Not so if a door. you know any, yeah, yeah oh, let me know. My goodness, FCA is loaded with them. Uh, <laughs> yes, they are. Doctor David Delk from FCA, along with Rebecca Stroop, who's uh, area director in East Cobb. Right? Yes. Is that mm-hmm. officially your title? I guess. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. Uh, Wait, we have a new area, area director. director in East Cobb. <laughs> okay, well, regional, I don't know. Some kind of director in East Cobb. Like an area rep. Is what area rep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm trying to get you a promotion here, so hey, how about no, just go okay. to the director? Right. Yeah, Mike, you're stepping down today. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bud. That's the way it goes. All right. Uh, we were talking uh, right before the break. We were talking about... Um, just how you got into FCA and how you got into this position. I wanted to ask real quick, your husband, Doug, or Dougie, as as uh, Dr. Delt calls him. She hates Dougie. <laughs> I think she prefers Doug. Doug, yes, okay. Yeah. Your husband, Doug, when you came home and said, hey, I just had this interview with FCA, um, because with FCA, when you're a rep, you, you kind of have to you know raise your own support. Is that, is that right for, for mm-hmm. all of them? Mm-hmm. Uh, so which is probably kind of something different. What, what, what was his reaction? What did he think? So actually, I had a phone interview with Mike first, and that kind of gave me an idea. I didn't know about the support part apart from that conversation. Mm -hmm. And so I got an idea of what the role would be, what my responsibilities would be before going in person for the interview. And Doug actually came with me. So he was able to meet Mike and us talk as together as three people and just kind of get an idea together as a couple, which was really nice. That's good. Mm -hmm. Because he was supportive the whole time of going to Maryland. We both felt like that's where the Lord was leading. Um, we were pursuing that together, of course. And then when I met with Mike, Doug came with me and he was, we both kind of walked away and we we're just like, man, like this seems very much like the Lord is moving this way. This right. makes a lot of sense. Mike ended up offering me the job on the spot. So that kind of wow. helped mm-hmm. with the confirmation and just kind of seeing, okay, Lord, you, you made this very open. So we took two weeks after that, just kind of pray through it because it was a major shift of Maryland. We had told my parents we were committed, we were going. Oh, wow. And so just that changed, but they were, my parents were hundred percent supportive too. And saw this is pretty clear. This is where God wants you. So good. Yeah. Well, it's good. I mean, obviously you have to have a spouse who's supportive to, sure. to do a job like that. For sure. And so that's, does, does FCA do that with everybody they talk to? They, if they have a spouse, they bring them in to get both of them involved in the process. Yeah, A lot of times uh, it happens uh, whether it's in the beginning or, you know, during the process or even after, you know, there's been a, a conversation and feel like God's moving in that direction for that person. It's, seeking employment with FCA, yeah, we always want to know how the spouse feels about it. Yeah, that's spouse an important is part. a very important yeah. part yeah. of it. Yeah. Unless you're single. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tiana. Did, All it, right. did it hurt to laugh? It did. Okay, it hurt so. more in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt your heart, not your stomach. Okay. But there was a great uh, financial element to this thing, too. And I don't know if it happened before uh, they met with Becca or afterwards, but... They did an FCA day mm-hmm. at the church where Mike Leeser, uh, the area director at Mount Bethel United Methodist, and they were talking about the growth of FCA and things that they wanted to see happen. And there was a businessman sitting there that day that was listening to it. And uh, God whispered into his heart a number, financial number, that he wow. was supposed to donate for this position. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was $20,000 uh, that came through that day to help wow. support and get wow. Becca started. So. God always uh, uses uh, an exclamation point uh, mm-hmm. right. to somebody's calling. Yeah. 
So you can't go back and say, oh, this was just a happenstance. That was that was a God thing right? Absolutely. that he provided mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm. That is so awesome. All right, let's talk about some of the things you're doing. First of all, uh, over the summer you did an equestrian camp. Yeah. Talk about that. How did you get involved in an equestrian? Have you done horses before? And what kind of things did they do at the equestrian camp? Right. Um, so, again, that was another God piece that just came out of nowhere. I rode horses for several years before volleyball kind of became my main passion. Mm-hmm. So I took lessons and like leased a horse in Maryland when I was younger for several years. And then, um, so I hadn't been around horses in forever. I worked at a summer camp in between um, summers during college. I was like my job in the summer, but then really didn't have a lot going on with horses at all. When I moved to the area and started with FCA, I guess I was in August. By that October, Mike, again, his wife, Brittany, mm-hmm. had been helping with horses, a local family right there in East Cobb. It, you never in a million years would think this property is there. And they were just getting started. They had like two horses and a couple lessons going on. In East Cobb? Where yeah, is I'm there room you. to keep horses in East Cobb? <laughs> I'm telling you. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. And so then um, they found out I had some experience and just said, hey, would you be open to kind of starting to teach lessons part time? So I started to do that part time. And then from there, I started at an FCA huddle with a bunch of horseback riding girls from mm-hmm. like ages, like kindergarten to like fifth grade Mm -hmm. and so once a month on saturday mornings we'd meet at the barn have a little bible study and then work around the barn and stuff the girls love it it was great wow and then from there we started a camp and um it was actually when i came in it was the second camp that they had done and this year was the third camp that we've done and yeah super fun it's a blast wow so what kind of um what kind of things did you see god do through that equestrian camp yeah so a great group of girls. We had maybe seven campers. It's a small barn, so not room for a whole lot of people. Mm-hmm. Ages six to ten, all girls. So we had a blast. I think what was really neat is um, each morning Mike came in, would do the devotional for me. And again, six to ten years old, you kind of have to rein them in, give them a play <laughs> yeah. game. It's like herding cats. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they would play a game, get their wiggles out and that kind of thing, and then have a devotion. And um, seeing those girls, just a lot of them didn't know each other. And so yeah. seeing them get to know each other throughout the week and by like Wednesday in the middle of the week, it was hot. We were sweaty. They're girls, so they're a little bit like, I'm over this. (laughs) (laughs) But seeing them work through that and even just the volunteers and counselors stepping in and being like, hey, let's come on, let's go to the creek or let's go have fun. Let's run around and just persevering through the hunger and the tiredness and the heat Mm -hmm. was fun to see for such a young age that they were learning that. Wow. All right. And uh, and so you also work with high schoolers. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's let's talk specifically about Wheeler High School now. It's something that happened uh, this summer, right, mm-hmm. uh, with the Wheeler women's basketball team. Tell us, uh, let's at least start the story. we got about a few minutes before we have to do our next break here. But t- tell us what happened with the girls' basketball team. So that's probably been a highlight of my two years now with FCA for sure. Um, I came in, I had been working with Wheeler last year, but there was a different coach. So I knew some of the girls and created a little bit of a relationship. But then going into just this past year, I there was a new coach. And she was a sold out for the Lord, just straight up very much on fire for Jesus. And is bold about it, being in a public school system. She's not afraid to really talk about Good the Lord. Her. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Because, I mean, technically her job is on the line. And she's she's being really bold about it. And so her girls knew right up front, this is who I am. This is what I'm about. This is what our team's going to be about. So I emailed her, hey, I'm Becca Street, work with FCA. This is what I can offer, who I am, what we do. You know, let's get together and meet. I'd love to chat about what that could look like. And she was like, yes, we've been praying of like, how can we get Jesus onto our team and how can we incorporate him? So this is awesome. 
And so we met and just hit it off. And she just was like, hey, we're going to be talking about Jesus. And this is FCA. This is Becca. This is who she is. This is what she does. You know, you have to make a volunteer. So she right. let the mm-hmm. girl, girls know, hey, if you're not comfortable with that, that's fine. Go ahead and do your own thing. But this right. is what we're going to be doing. And all the girls stuck around. Hmm. So for this past school year, all through the basketball season, eat, I had once a week, I was with them. We would have huddle time. And then I'd go to games and be with them as much as possible. And my husband would come with me, which was fun for them to mm-hmm. see him and get right. to know him some. But once a week, just meeting, asking, they had so many questions, man, about the Lord, about the Bible, about the gospel, just different things that they really don't know. They didn't know a lot at all going so into this. So none of the girls on the team knew a whole lot about Jesus? Mm-mm. or Mm-mm. Oh, Wow, Mm-mm. okay. I think there were a handful that did, but were pretty quiet about it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, understandably so. I mean, they were probably, they're high school. Mm-hmm. Right. A yeah. lot of their friends are like, what is Jesus? This is weird. Yeah. Um, but that, that led into some amazing conversations. I, I remember one night I came in and I'm like, okay, 20 minutes, you know, it's before practice. I'm not going to keep them long. We'll do a game. I'll talk through a couple things and we'll pray and we'll be done. I'm done with my part. I think we're moving on. And then they're like, hey, I got a question. One girl was like, I got a question. I'm like, okay. So you talk about it. And that led to like an hour and a half conversation of just question after question after question. Wow. wow. Um, I was getting like hot and sweaty. And being yeah. like, oh, I got I to gotta try to deal with all of this. Um, but yeah, just continuing that conversation through the school year. Yeah. And then this summer, taking them to camp. All right. Well, let's let's pause there and we'll, we'll tease with that. Something really, really cool happened at camp. So we'll uh, come back and talk about that after this break. It's the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Dan Ratcliffe. I'm Tiana Bogino. And we'll be right back. Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe, the choice of discriminating listeners throughout greater Atlanta. And also those who tuned in by mistake. It is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Dan Radcliffe. And I'm Tiana Bogino. Yes, Tiana's in, uh, filling in ever so um, effortlessly. Thank you so for much. Rick. Yes, although <laughs> physically it may not be effortlessly today. Right. But yeah, um, yeah, it's really a struggle today. What CrossFit will do to you. Don't yes. work out and that won't happen, okay? <laughs> right, David? Yes. yes. Way to go, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Way to coach her in working out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rick will be back on uh, Thursday. Real quick, uh, let's uh, let you know about the uh, Pastors Appreciation Event. If you haven't signed up yet pastors why not be sure and sign up dr a.r bernard is coming uh thursday october 19th at 10 a.m at the crown plaza ravinia we'd love for you to get signed up it's absolutely free to pastors and uh, we want you to be there just go to faithtalkatlanta.com for more information all right let's get back to this story we left you hanging mm-hmm. um with what happened over the summer at fca camp with the wheeler women's basketball team now were you at camp with them mm-hmm. during that okay yeah. so, so tell us the story what happened so at the beginning of the season, coach was like, hey, let's talk about camp. What could that look like? And I said, awesome. That was kind of a goal for me. I had not taken a team personally to camp. I've gone to camps and there's other teams that were there, but not personally involved. And so talked to Mike and talked to him about what can we do? You know, if girls need help, scholarship, but they financially can't afford camp. Mm-hmm. Can we help them give some cushion, that kind of thing? Because there were a couple of girls that did need that and just logistically figured it out. There was one in Chattanooga, right where um, Temple University used to be. Mm-hmm. And a church actually has taken over and made it into gyms and different things that are there. So we went there and we lined it up. And the girls, some of them had never been to camp. Some, All of them had never been to an FCA camp. So the chapel side of things, the worship, the speaker was very different, very new for them. Right. Um, and so we came into camp just ready, open to see what God's going to do. I knew that it was going to stretch them just being in a different environment um, for some of them, just getting away from home and being able to stay mm-hmm. as a team, you know, right. a lot of bonding takes place there. 
they had an awesome huddle leader. I actually chose not to be their huddle leader because I figured if they can hear truth from other people, right. you know, it's not just me constantly or coach constantly, let someone else do it. Good for you. Yeah. So yeah. she was she was awesome. She was in college, an athlete, still played volleyball and was just like perfect for them. Personality wise, mm-hmm. just fit in really great. And she was solid. She really shared a lot of truth with them. So throughout the week, just going to the sessions and hearing about the gospel and from a different perspective. Again, it wasn't just me. It was another speaker sharing and talking about the exact same thing. And throughout the week, just asking more questions into the huddle time, kind of wrestling with more things. And by, um, I guess it was Monday camp started. We wrapped up Wednesday. So Tuesday night was like the closing finale kind of session where you give an offer for kids to come down and ask the Lord into their hearts if they're ready for that step. And the entire team went down. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> talk about God working on overtime. Like, yeah. I was like, hey, Lord, if you do one or two, like, that's going to be awesome. But wow. the, the entire team took that step. And um, Coach, I mean, to see her reaction, she was just like tears. It's just like, that. <laughs> that's <laughs> the bet. whole team. That's the whole team. And she, this, I was like, Coach, it's going to be a great year. Like, look at this. And wow. um, so then now transitioning, whereas last year was a lot of questions and them learning and trying to figure this out to now this year, where They've made made this stand, this choice to live for the Lord. So, what does that look like? What discipling mm-hmm. them, walking right. through? How do you walk and live with Jesus? You know, in a public school. So, wow, yeah. Talking with Becca Stroop from uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, East Cobb, and the Wheeler uh, women's basketball team. Now, you just mentioned uh, this year it's going to be about discipling. So, so what do you do to go about doing that, discipling them and keeping it going? And I'm sure it probably helped that they all did it as a team because mm-hmm. they're in it together. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So FCA has a lot of resources for discipleship for sure. And I'm talking to my pastors at my church to kind of get ideas, the youth pastors as well, of what would get, be good material, apart from the Word of God, of course, that would be good step-by-step to just learn what does it look to be a follower of Jesus. So my heart and my goal, and when I talk with coach once their season kicks off, is to really, again, start meeting with them weekly, if not a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And um, I kind of explain that to the girls when camp was taking place, just letting them know, hey, when we go back, like our time together is going to be more like about life. Because just because you're Mm -hmm. a Christian doesn't mean life's going to be perfect and simple and easy. Like you're still going to face things. So how do you walk through that? And you're on this public school campus where people might mock you for being a Christian. You know, how are you going to deal with that? How are you going to deal with temptation? And just kind of getting into the reality of life and walking through that with them. So that's kind of my heart going into this year of discipling them and helping them. What does it mean to be a follower of Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of difference do you think this can make in in the school at Wheeler? Because this team has done this together. What kind of difference do you think it could make? Yeah. So they're a very talented team. Um not joining any sport in specific, but when you put men's basketball and girls' basketball, it's usually like nine day difference. Yeah. Right? Like the guys are killing it and the girls are struggling or whatever. Right. But these girls are athletes. Like they're very good. Several of them are being looked at that are seniors for college. Um, so I think that the platform they have as the fact that the school as a whole follows them. ESPN was at Wheeler last year for the boys' basketball team and wow. talked to them about that a lot. So I think just the attraction that they have as athletes and the fact that the coach, she has a good relationship with students all throughout the school. Yeah. So I think for them to see a shift, whether it's just something simple as their word choices or the way they carry themselves as a team or the way they bond, I think that that for sure will be noticed by other other people in the school. All right. Very cool. Now, are you involved in any of the other teams there at Wheeler as well or just the girls basketball team? Oh, yeah. Uh, we do. <laughs> since it's just I'm the only female rep in East Cobb. So I do all. You do everybody. All, for real. <laughs> all girls. All girls. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Like all the all the middle schools and high schools. And wow. so all the female sports as much as possible. So, man, how do how do you take that? What happened there? And 
I'm, obviously you can't replicate it because of the personalities that were involved and whatnot, but how do you try to spread that around? Right. I think um, a lot of it, what we say with FCA is it's to and through the coach. So when you have a coach like my coach at Wheeler, who is completely on board and just like in love with the Lord and right. is supportive of everything that you're doing, then you have a green light to pretty much go after it. So I think that for me to just kind of even share this story of what took place and how this is affecting the team and maybe how it affect their season, going to other schools, other teams, even at Wheeler, and then all the other schools in East Cobb and just kind of sharing, hey, this is who FCA is. Even if it starts with, let's take them to camp again. And maybe mm-hmm. camp is where it kind of begins again. Yeah. So you're not just at Wheeler. You're at other schools. What other schools do you work with? Uh, other high schools are, so Wheeler, Walton, Kell, Sprayberry, um, Pope. Pope. Wow. Lassiter. Okay. Yes. So there's, there's a good number of teams mm-hmm. and a lot, a lot of a lot of work to be done right. for sure. And that's how just can, high school. How can people help you to, to do all that? So working within the community is huge. I think like we partner with different local Chick-fil-A's to help sponsor by bringing biscuits on Friday mornings to our huddles mm-hmm. or Thursday mornings for the middle school huddles. Um, Dunkin' Donuts, different ministries like that can take place by connecting with the community. But then also local churches. I've had a phenomenal network with Eastwood Baptist Church. It's a church that has just been 100% supportive of FCA and East Cobb. Right. I mean, they provide meals for me to go serve teams. Mm-hmm. But um, And then financial support is always important for people to see As she that points at David Dalk. <laughs> yes, he's a pro at it. <laughs> and I'm looking over here. And to Tiana. Yes. And then you look at Dan. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so it's up to just me. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, this is a place in FCA where we're trying to get better, which yeah. is female sports. You know, most of the time when I come in, we're talking about the alpha male sport, football, football. and the lives yeah. that were changed at right. football camp. But this story uh, right here with the girls' basketball team is just a refreshing story. It's incredible. We need to duplicate this over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Definitely. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk uh, real quick personally. we got a couple minutes here. Uh, what has God done in your life through the work you've been doing at FCA and, and I guess specifically with the, with the Wheeler basketball team, but in FCA in general? Yeah, I love that question. Um, I'm definitely learning the longer in ministry. If I'm constantly pouring in and, and sharing truth and I've got to be doing that for my own heart. Mm-hmm. And I think that, um, if I'm trying to share good things with other students and coaches alike, that God's going to teach me things as well, of areas where I need to work on. So, FCA has been a great thing for me to be stretched. I think that God grows you the most when you're outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So for me to, you know, walk into talking and meeting with a coach, not knowing how they're going to react, they could be like, well, I don't want any, you know, part of this, get out of my way, whatever. Or right. they could just mm-hmm. welcome me. in. I think that unknown factor or these girls, are they going to welcome me in? Are they going to think I'm weird? I mean, whatever. So I think just pressing through and being bold, that's what the Lord's really been showing me and being confident in who I am in him and that he's going to do the work. Yeah, how much how much have you grown spiritually just in your own spiritual life over the last couple of years that you've been with FCA? Um, I think I think a good bit. I think that it's been <laughs> that's a story in and of itself. On my word, David's doing some finger signs over here. I don't know. If he's Deuces. Oh, you're telling her to steal second Deuces. base. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Deuces. All right. Yeah. Very you want cool. to tell him about that real quick. Oh my goodness! Do we have time? Uh, a little over a minute. So yeah, if you can. So David loves his story because so I'm actually a little bit more introverted than I am extroverted. Right. I have extroverted husbands, so we balance each other out, which is great. That's good. Um, but I love speaking and public speaking, which is great with the teams. But we were at a meeting. I was talking about the hiring process. How can we make it better? We were talking about if people are not on board and they're just not committed, then maybe what do we do with that? And I just said, I was like, um, I think you just need to kind of look at them and be like, 
deuces and he was like <laughs> he freaked Here's a out sweet little girl peace out cute face and all of a sudden this deuces thing comes out I'm like a gangster you know oh my goodness so he's never let me live it down <laughs> that's awesome I yeah. like that I love it All right, and so the girl how... can pound down some pancakes at IHOP too really yeah. we'll have to breakfast. go do that sometime mm, <laughs> how can folks find out about FCA and help out well tell them about East Cobb East Cobb FCA. Yeah, East Cobb FCA. That's important. That's a great place. All right. Facebook. All right. That way. Look for them on Facebook. It's Becca Stroop, David Delk. It's always fun. Appreciate it. We'll see you guys soon. This is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. Hope you have a great week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.